Hey everyone, it's Ant. And Carlos, what's up guys? What's up? You are checking out World of WWE Podcast, our NXT recap for June 8th, 2021. It has been a while since we have came to you. It's almost been like a week we've been on vacation, but we are back covering all things WWE. A lot of stuff is coming up this month. At the end of the month, we have Hell in a Cell. This upcoming weekend is NXT TakeOver in your house. So a lot of stuff going on. We've heard news that WWE is going to be going back on the road. SummerSlam will be taking place on a Saturday. Uh, I think it's August 21st, if I'm correct. And it will be in Las Vegas. A lot of cool stuff going on. But and before before we actually start, I want to like name something. Go ahead. Say something. Um, so I heard a rumor. I'm not sure if it's true or not. It's, it's hardly. I don't think so. But so apparently, like with the releases, they're saying that once uh they they like get back in stable like business, like with the budget cuts and all that, they're all gonna get hired back. I'm not sure if that's true. Like just to to just to renegotiate contracts with everyone. That's probably what the, that's that's what I heard that they're planning on doing. Like there's not forever thing. Like it's it's not it's not really up to them now. It's like up to them if they want to come back because they did that shit to them, right? But I, yep, I did hear that one. Of, so Alistair Black did. There are rumblings backstage that they want him back, but again, that is just a rumor. Rumor. Um. So let's cover NXT because we had a great episode of NXT. This was our go-home edition before NXT TakeOver In Your House, which I'm very excited for. I enjoyed last year's In Your House. You could definitely check out NXT TakeOver In Your House 2020 on Peacock. But let's jump right into NXT. We start with in-ring action as Oni Lorcan takes on Austin Theory. Surprisingly, Austin Theory and Oni Lorcan came out separately without their partners, Pete Dunne and Johnny Gargano, because as we saw earlier in the night, Pete Dunne and Oni Lorcan got into a fight with Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory backstage. So the match starts and Theory is in control. There's a moment where Oni Lorcan needs Austin Theory to the outside and they chop each other outside the ring. Oni Lorcan pulls Austin Theory hard down on the apron and then we see Pete Dunne coming down to the ring, and then Gargano comes down as well. We see a moment where Austin Theory sends Oni Lorcan into the guard railing, and he hits a real Austin Theory hits a really cool springboard Spanish fly, which is really cool to see. And then Johnny Gargano and Pete Dunne fight outside of the ring with each other, and Oni hit or sorry Austin was it Austin Theory that got the winner or the Oni Lorcan? Um. It was it was on Oni Lorcan. Yeah, because I I have in my notes Oni hits the finisher on Oni. Because I remember like 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 uh, Austin Theory was like laid out. I believe it was like Johnny and, and Oni and uh, Austin Theory were both laid out. Or no, no no, what happened was like they ended up fighting backstage. Yeah. Which like caused a distraction or something, and then um Austin Theory, uh got distracted, which he made him lose. So. There's two stories going on here. First, what did you think of Austin Theory's entering work this week? I thought he did a really good job in the ring. Yeah, I'm definitely a huge fan of him. I became a fan of him like when he went back to NXT. I love what they're doing with him, like like with the Johnny Gargano and, and everything. Like he's on he's under good hands, you know. With Johnny Gargano, he's like like a professional, you know, he knows what he's doing. And then he's like, um, I guess what the kids say, like he's sunning him pretty much. 
Yeah, yeah. And so what do you think of the the whole sort of distraction with Pete Dunn and Johnny Gargano? Obviously, those two will be in the Fatal Five way at Table Bringer House. But do you think that Barry and Lorcan will now find some way to interfere in that main event match? Um, I don't think so. I think they're going to have, like, their own thing, like, going on. But I, I think it's just going to be straight, like, just, like, nobody, no interference, really. All right. So, yeah, so definitely Pete Dunn seems to have an advantage going into TakeOver in your house because his friend defeated an enemy of his, right? Awesome. So then we get to a promo with LA Knight basically trying to get TD Ted DiBiase to name him the new million dollar man. And then we see a cool promo from Doc Hendricks, aka um oh gosh, Michael P.S. Hayes throwing in your house is an old school 90s retro video. Next, Legato Del Fantasma comes down to the ring. And Santos Escobar basically trashes the new NXT North American champion, the colossal Bronson Reed. That's when Bronson Reed comes down and shows him, shows Bronson Reed running into Santos Escobar over and over again. Santo went, Santos went down really hard. And then basically Santos tells Bronson Reed to come into the ring and let's do it again. Bronson Reed goes in the ring, and it looks like Legado Fantasma is going to attack him until MSK come down. And Legado, of course, leaves the ring. Legado Fantasma goes up to the stage, and that's when Santos Escobar challenges Bronson Reed and MSK to a six-man tag match and NXT TakeOver in your house with winner-take-all implications. All the titles will be on the line. Are you looking forward to this upcoming match at TakeOver in your house? Yeah, Larry. You know, all the matches on this on the table news I'm so looking forward to, but this is um, like definitely something I'm um, looking forward to. Like all the championships are on the line. That's gonna be like crazy. Isn't like just like everyone tags in or is everyone like fights at the same time? I think this one will be just a normal six man tag, just the titles are all on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited for that match. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be a lot of like chaos everywhere. Yeah, it does seem I like feel that's gonna be like hard to contain all six men because they have they all have like like beef with that with each other. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's gonna be like insane. Yeah, hundred and ten per And next he's been really crazy these past couple weeks. Like so chaotic, like what's going on? Yeah, it's like one interruption after the next, right? Every week it's like What's happening? I feel like I feel like it all started when um when like I think like last week when Ember Moon like came after Raquel and then they started beating the hell out of each other, and then Dakota came out and then all this like at once once Adam Cole stepped in the building chaos chaos <laughs> did take over. I'm also excited for the six man tag match. I feel like Legal Del Fantasma keeps showing off their impressive in ring ability. MSK are a great tag team. I'm excited to see what else they can do. And Bronson Reed, I am excited to see what he can do. He does pleasantly surprise me. Sometimes it's hard to get into him because I've seen so many big guys before, but Bronson Reed is is decent. Up next, we saw Hit Row come down to the ring, and they stare down Bronson Reed and MSK. 
And we Yeah, I like them. I like the the girl. She's attractive. I don't know what's her name. Did they did they give her a name? I forgot. I know. I think they said that's like his girl or something. Yeah, I've seen her before. She was on Raw Underground a couple times. She's hot. She's very attractive for sure. So they come down, and it's Isaiah Swerve Scott, of course, with Hit Row, taking on Killian Dane with Drake Maverick. Scott was able to use Hit Row to distract Killian Dane, and that's when Top Dollar slammed Drake Maverick across the apron, and Isaiah Swerve Scott hit a running kick to the face of Killian Dane getting the pinfall victory. To be honest with you, Carlos, I was, wasn't really too into this match. No offense to Isaiah Swerve Scott. I do like Killian Dane, but I don't at the same time. And it's hard to really pay attention to his stuff because it's not really a huge fan. But what did you think of this match? You know, it was, it was an okay match. I didn't really pay too much attention to it either. I just I just um noticed like when, when Killian Dane got taken down like that, it's not it's not it's not um unusual to see Killian Dane like down on the floor like that on like her, you know? So oh, it's yeah. like Dane did get fucked up. He did for sure. So it's not it's not, not something I'm used to seeing. No, and like Bronson Reed's a big not Bronson Reed, sorry, Killian Dane. See <laughs> Killian Dane, Bronson Reed, both big dudes, both look completely different. But yeah, no, Killian Dean is a big dude, so to see him on the floor like that. Weird to see that. Next we see NXT women's tag team champions, Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae. They're backstage and they trash talk Poppy. And then Indy looks to find Dexter Lumis backstage. Mercedes Martinez then comes down to the ring, but before her match, Zia Lee appears and attacks her from behind. Mercedes attacks back and ends up security separating both Martinez and Zaylee. The two of them will come face to face at in your house. Mercedes then takes on I forgot I did not catch the female competitor's name and Mercedes defeated her in a quick match. What do you think of this quick new rivalry between Zaylee and Mercedes Martinez? I feel like this is kind of just like thrown together randomly. Yeah, honestly, like like I mean they said they have some history with each other. I'm not sure if it was like friends or rivals, but I know they, they mentioned something like they know each other really well. But yeah, that just came out of nowhere. I think they just wanted to put them both on the show because I, I remember last last thing she was in and I enjoyed that. Also like Casey and Katie, but yeah. they haven't even been on the show either, which is like kind of dumb. Like they're great. I like them both. Yeah, I agree. They're both great. Um, yeah, we'll have to see how this all plays out in their house. Like, there was never really a finish to that rivalry between the, the three of them. Yeah, they just kind of moved on. Well, the thing, too, is, like, I don't understand. Um, it was just that they marked Mercedes, and that's why she's upset. Which yeah. Is, like, I like, I need more. You know, it's kind of reminding me of, like, the Braun Strowman, Shane McMahon. Like, I need more to care about this story. Next, Brizongo are backstage, and they trash talk Imperium, which is never a good idea, in my opinion least <laughs> um and then we see a moment where poppy is backstage and um she announces that she has her new album coming out and then dexter loomis gives poppy a drawing that he made for her and poppy hugs him indy hartwell sees this and she runs off crying so what do you think of poppy and dexter loomis a pair that totally fits that was so weird to be honest, like, what the hell? Uh, I was like, what? 
But yeah, that was that was that they 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 they're definitely uh good for each other. Yeah, it was very um strange. <laughs> Poppy is very odd, and so is Dexter. So uh, sometimes similar people attract. I like they say opposites. You saw Triple H. Triple H was like so into it. <laughs> I also have to make a comment about Triple H, though. Um, I feel a certain way about a comment he made, but we'll get to that in another show. Thank you for reminding me, Carlos. But what did he? What did he say, though? He basically says, and I agree with it, but he basically says, so NWA is trying to do a woman's like only pay per view, and Mickey James <laughs> is in charge of it. And Mickey just said that she wanted wrestlers to appear no matter their contract. So basically what she's saying is, like, she would have loved to have, like, Sasha Banks or, like, Bailey or Becky or, like, you know, not that they would, but, like, basically saying, like, she would like any female talent. Like, for example, there is Bianca Belair in WWE and AEW, there's Britt Baker and Impact Wrestling, there's Jordan Grace or Deanna Perrazzo. She basically was trying to say that she wanted... It's a basically be like an event where all the promotion just sent women everything. And Triple H like that's a stupid idea. That's why there's contract. And the only the the only women wrestling that matters is in WWE. So here's the thing. I agree a little bit there, but you don't want to piss off a fan base. And I feel like he's pissing off a fan base, especially the fact that this is a female only pay per view event. Um. So there, there's there's stuff going on there, um, but we'll talk more about that another time. But Triple H showing off his douchey side, I still am a big Triple H fan. Wow, that's, that's I mean, I understand that you know, like you're gonna you gotta back your woman, you know, you gotta back your company, you gotta back your woman, but you shouldn't have said that they're the only ones that matter. Well, and also the thing too is that like. She wanted them to, like, it wasn't like she wanted all of the great women wrestlers in the world to fight. And he was saying, like, well, that's stupid because they're under our contract. And if you want to fight the greatest women wrestlers in the world, you come to WWE, which is true. But, like, not for nothing. Like, he's basically trying to say that, like, if it wasn't for WWE, like, there would be no Sasha Banks or, like, Basically, what he's saying is, like, if you're not in WWE, you're not a good female wrestler or you're not a good, which, you know, it's, it, you know, I get that. But, like, anybody could get fired. Are you going to say that about someone who you fire an action? You know what I'm saying? It's just, like, you can't say be so broad when next year you could potentially fire Bianca Belair. Not that they would, but you know what I'm saying? And then, like, or, for example, your favorite, Sasha Banks, you know, like, let's say she got fired. You know, he's basically saying that, like, oh, she doesn't matter because she's not in WWE, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I <laughs> it's like a half and half for me. Like, I like I love Triple H, but like that, that like definitely he should have re- should have should have said it like that. It could have been like a more like like better way of saying it. Because I would have pretty much that. he pretty much dissed every all women wrestlers, pretty much. Yeah, and I feel like my problem with WWE is, like, why has there ever been a second Evolution pay-per-view? I really enjoyed the first one. Um, and there's been a lot of implications made about WWE for not including female wrestlers. Mark Carano, he was a former, uh, like, executive, like, top power person. 
made a statement that there would never be an evolution to because no one cared. It was the, it was supposedly the lowest ranking thing. And it's just like, dude, like to be honest with you, right now the women wrestlers are probably the best thing going for WWE, in my opinion. Yeah, honestly. That's that's true right there. You know, it's just like I do feel like WWE is being a little fake in the sense of like, oh, the women's evolution, the women's revolution, the da 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 da, da. and it's like, well, what's it's stagnant now? Like, what's happened? Like, I feel like we need to have our own female TV shows where it's like they're having their own shows and creating their own storylines on a separate thing. Right now, there's only two tag teams in the whole women's roster on WWE, so it's like. But anyways. Next, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, comes down to the ring, and both Cameron Grimes and LA Knight come down, and we find out that their match at NXT TakeOver in your house will now be a ladder match, and the winner will be the first person to grab, to grab, to grab the Million Dollar Belt. I'm very excited for this. The Million Dollar Belt was amazing, as usual. What are your thoughts? I was so in shock and so hype at the same time. Like, oh my God, it looked so beautiful. Like, what? Oh my God, man. I, I, I was like, I was geeking after I saw that. The shine the shine on the belt and everything. I think that's probably a new one. And I do know that it's really made from, like, diamonds and all of that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, that's probably one of the coolest belts I've ever seen. Very cool. I'm excited to see who is going to grab it. And you will find out our predictions in our prediction video, which will be coming out shortly. Next, we see Kyle O'Reilly and Karrion Cross fight backstage. They were being separated. Carlos, you might need to help me with this. I, I saw Grizzly Young veterans. They were in a match. I didn't see who they defeated. But after the match, Tomasa Champ and Timothy Thatcher came down, and they challenged the Grizzly Young veterans to a Tornado Tag Team match next week. And that match is made official. We then move on. Well, what do you think of that? I know we're excited for Champ and Thatcher. We said that we wanted it to be at your house, right? Yeah, I feel like like that. I feel like it didn't really make sense to make it for like next week. Like they could have added one more match for the card, but you know, I guess like they 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 know what they're doing. But I don't remember who they fought. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> it like, I like, think it was I think it was just two jobbers. And I agree with you, man, because they would they could have added that tag match and it would have been good. But I guess they're trying to get people to watch NXT next week, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's going to be a um, something to keep your eyes on. For sure. Next, Candice LeRae comes down to the ring, and she says she's tired of hearing about Poppy. Poppy is, like, interfering with Indy's love life, and she challenges Poppy to come down to the ring. Poppy then comes down to the stage, and she tells Candice, Candice, you know I don't wrestle, but she knows someone who does and that's when i literally went oh. <laughs> i shit my pants because io shirai came back made her return to nxt and i was so excited to see this you yeah. had that same reaction i was like yes yeah I, I was so excited jory was like that's so ugly because i literally like like stop for a moment she's like she's like the only wrestler that i would want to like ever be sasha banks for the title if, they, if she ever had it. But that would be a good match. The two of them would kill it. They would kill it again because they already killed it at Great American Bash. Yeah, I feel like it would be a good match. Like, like on them, like, no no managers, no nothing, like, just put them by himself. Because the first time was kind of controversy. But, you know, the second time, they got to they run it back. Yep. So, Io Shirai comes down and takes out Candice LeRae. 
And uh, that was great seeing Io Shirai back. I love Io, she's great. Next up, we have Dakota Kai, of course, the NXT Women's Champion, Raquel Gonzalez. You say it a lot better than I do. Uh, taking on Ember Moon. And Moon got the win by disqualification after Raquel got involved, pulled Moon out of the, off the top rope. They attack Ember Moon, but Ember Moon is able to overcome both ladies and hit an eclipse to Raquel Gonzalez, and she holds on to the belt. Carlos, what are your thoughts? So same thing about the um, about the Killian Dane situation. Like that's the first time that she's ever been taken down like that. Another thing, yeah. like she's been like not like laid out like that. So um, it was a great match, but yeah, that's like that's like what something I took away from that whole thing. With that, yeah, um, Dakota Kai definitely um, looked impressive too. But again, like you said, Raquel Gonzalez laid out by Ember Moon. That could be the same situation that happens this Sunday. I'm very excited for that match too. We've come to our final segment in the show. Karrion Cross comes down to the ring with William Regal and he says he wants the four people to face him in the ring, which are the people he's fighting. So then eventually we see all five men talk. We see Pete Dunne, Kyle O'Reilly, Karrion Cross, and Johnny Gargano. Um, these guys fight in the ring. And then Adam Cole comes down after uh, Karrion Cross left, like, cleared house. And Adam Cole basically kicked Karrion Cross in the face and left him lying. And we could see Adam Cole going home, NXT champion, like I did at NXT TakeOver 25. I was there live. It was exciting. But what do you think of this whole lead-up? You know, it's the final showdown before TakeOver. What do you think? Yeah, it definitely gave me it definitely got me hype. I'm really invested in this match. It's gonna be that many events gonna be so good. Um can't wait to see who comes out the winner. Yeah, I feel like uh takeover in your house is definitely gonna be a great show. Um there's I can't even pick But people need to calm down, like stop like talking to William Regal the way you do. Like everyone have everyone has problems with William Regal. William Regal like, you know, Iron Man start kicking ass, man. Like people are like he'll he'll clothesline your ass, so you better chill. He was like, you see how everybody gets in his face? Yeah, he's like, um, Adam Cole's like, oh, shut up. Or like when he punched him in the face and when carrying cross, he's like, oh, shut up. Or then like, man, you better chill. He's your general manager. Not playing with them for sure. Well, guys, that is it for NXT. It was a decent episode. It's just a way to kind of get our juices flowing for NXT TakeOver in your house. It's coming up Sunday, June 13th. On, at 7.30 p.m. or that on your pay-per-view in-demand options, or you can check it out streaming on Peacock. So I'm very excited. Carlos, do you have anything else to say to close out the show? Well, that's everything, guys. Just keep it coming. We're, um, how many subscribers are we at now on YouTube? Yep. Make sure that you guys subscribe to us on YouTube, World of WWE Podcast. Check us out on Instagram, world.wwe. I'll post in the long description where else you can follow us. Take it easy, guys. Stay safe. Next week at NXT, we have a special tornado tag match. Grizzle Young Veterans against Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa. Cannot wait for that one. Be safe, y'all. We are on the road to NXT TakeOver in your house, and I cannot wait. Bye. See ya.